Let's celebrate life with a little bubbly. Welcome to Bubbles of Wisdom Podcast. I am Danny, the artist. I am Maggie, the law librarian. We are cousins and best friends. With this bi-weekly podcast, we engage in meaningful and entertaining conversations about work, love, health, and of course, sparkling wine. We share our life experiences as women over 50, so all women embrace who they are and feel empowered as they age. Hey, how are you? I'm good. It's not just, it's not necessarily my favorite month. My favorite month is my birth month. But I love March. I love what it's all about. You know, yes. taking that time to acknowledge all that women have done I in this world. I completely, completely yes. agree. And as we continue our discussion of faith and spirituality, today we will delve into a slightly different spin, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about Women's History Month. And so there is a theme this year for 2022. Yes. And the theme is women providing healing and promoting hope. Oh, I love that. I love it too. I love that. This is just so perfect because the person we're talking to today is exactly, she embodies a woman that is providing healing and she's also promoting hope. That's right. So definitely this is perfect for us. So let me start introducing our guest today is Zina Brockman Demond. I love the name. Demond. When I hear Demond, I hear I hear you know the French quarters of yes. New Orleans. I hear Cafe du Monde. <laughs> Cafe du Monde, <laughs> voila. <laughs> so Zina, Zina is actually she's got so many titles behind her name. Zina is actually a wombologist. You'll find out soon what is a wombologist. She's a Reiki master and teacher. She's a yoga instructor. She's a body worker. Guess what, guys? She's a doula. She helps women give birth. Isn't wow, that amazing? that's amazing. I can't wait to hear about what a body worker is because I need to work this body. <laughs> Zina, welcome, welcome. We are so excited to have you. <laughs> So with the birth of these pandemic babies, because I call them pandemic babies, um, you know, it was tough getting this appointment, right? Yes, yes. So, it was so hard. It was hard. We it have hard. to say it. We it, have, we to, have say it. to say it. Yes. Each time we had an appointment with Zina, she had to go to the hospital. She's like, guys, I need to cancel. I need to run to exactly. the hospital. Exactly. <laughs> Even today, right? Even today. Even that's today. Right. <laughs> and so Zina, you helped bring life into this world. What an honor, you know, and we're so happy to have you here. And where can our listeners find you? Yes. So thank you. Yes, it is an honor. Thank you for having me. Um, So your listeners can find me on Instagram at The Reiki Chick and on Facebook at Mother Baby Wellness Center. And then my website is www.motherbabywellnesscenter.com. Great. Thank you. Thanks. So now let's get right into it. That's right. What does spirituality mean to you, Zena? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Spirituality (laughs) means to me is who are you on the inside? Mm -hmm. What is it that you have to offer from the inside out? Hmm. I like that. That's a simple and that's an 
interesting spin on it. I've never heard anyone say no, that about that way, spirituality. Yes, yes. That's great. And I, it is about the inside. Mm-hmm. It's about your your spiritual health, where you are internally as a human being, right? Because we have this exterior That's that we true. present to the world, but what is it inside? What's inside? I yes, love that. Yes. I love that. And so how does this your spirituality impact the work that you do? Well, me personally, um, so I like to think that my work causes me to show up authentically. So I always have to make sure that I'm always coming from a healing space and not from a space of trauma or triggers or anything like that. So making sure that I know who I am on the inside and making sure that the things that I know were my triggers or my traumas or my setbacks, making sure that I address them, making sure that I recognize myself in those things um, and making sure that I'm working on that, healing from that. And the more that I grow from that, then the more I can be authentic when I show up for someone. Hmm, Beautiful. The womb, let's talk about that. It says to be the location of the second chakra. It's an energy center related to pleasure, creativity, joy, and passion. And also, it can be a place where we store our trauma. So mm-hmm. we definitely when need you, to talk mm-hmm. about that. We too. Right? Because the womb is the center, and I saw this and I thought of it, of both death and life. Mm. Right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And so as a wombologist... Right. Yeah. How does one become a wombologist? And first, explain to our listeners what is a wombologist. Because that's the first time I ever <laughs> I've been, came across that I've term. I've been saying I that word and I love it. <laughs> wombologist. Please tell us more. So, yeah, I'm trademarking that, by the way. But um, <laughs> sure. you hurry up. <laughs> you know, I just always studied the womb. Everything I've done has always been about the womb. From our hair to our nails to our skin to our muscles to our pelvic to birth, from creativity, from love, from sensuality, everything comes from our womb. So our womb is everything. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's the center of our lives. Yep. It's the, I mean, right? So everything is what? Created. So how is everything created? From the womb. That's mm-hmm. right. This is the life and death. That's right. Life. From the womb. From the womb, Yes. It holds all the energy. It stores everything because the womb processes everything. It it stores, Mm -hmm. it holds everything there. It holds life. Yeah. And what drew you to that, to this profession? You know, it's so funny. It's not a drawing. It's a calling. Ah, Uh I love that. Okay. I love that. It truly is a calling. And I fought it. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to lie. Like I fought it. I fought it so hard. I fought it. I fought it. I fought it. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, I have eight kids and my oldest is 30. I've been waking up two, three o'clock in the morning since forever, right? Wow. Wow. And, like, finally it's time for me to sleep and, like, relax and, you know, I'm kicking back. You know, I'm having my glass of wine and, like, oh, my God, I got to go into labor right now. Like, you know, so, like, you live your life. <laughs> like, I remember one time, literally, I took off my cover-up, mm-hmm. dropped it, and my phone rang. And, like, I had to, like, dash out of the door. Wow. It's important to say you've been a doula since 2008. Yes. Not only do you work with the wombs and you're a wombologist, but you are also a doula. And that's that's why you've been so busy lately with all these little uh, pandemic babies coming. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. So our audience who's, who aren't familiar, can you tell them, you know, what a doula is? And also, how do you support birthing women spiritually mm-hmm. or religiously? Mm. Nice. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Wow. So a doula is a support person, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then a doula is a word that um, really took over a midwife assistant because back in mm-hmm. like our ancestor days, you would watch your grandmother and your aunt or the neighborhood midwives, you know, mm-hmm. giving, helping this woman give birth. And that was how you would learn. And you would just go through the community doing this with your mom. And then you became midwife assistant until you got old enough and able to then start doing the work. Okay. So it's just that support person. That person is there. But if you take it a little bit deeper in the place that we are today, it's really helping moms to face that trauma. At least for me, because as a body worker, I understand that the womb holds everything. So as a body worker and a Reiki master, energetically and muscular. And mm. when the mom goes into labor and, you know, pain and that body is rocked and shot, yes. muscles that have never been used, this woman is like gripping. So like these are pathways that are opening and mm-hmm. trauma and thoughts and figures and all kinds of stuff is like being released to her on mm-hmm. a subconscious and a conscious mind. And she has to deal with all of that. So as a, as for me, I like to sit and talk to my moms. Let's talk about how you feel. Let's talk about what you're thinking. Let's talk about these thoughts that you don't feel comfortable. I'm your girlfriend. I'm that girlfriend you never have to worry about judging you or anything. I'm that Mm -hmm. girlfriend that you get to dump and then get to get some information back. So you have a place to put that. Instead of you making up stories, you you know how to compartmentalize that in -hmm. your mind. And if you know how to compartmentalize that when it comes up, it's no longer a worry. It no longer is a hinder. It no longer is stagnation. It no longer is blocked. So now mom can move through labor freely. So when you can think about these things and create that space where they're comfortable or be able to, you know, so like I'm a mom of eight myself personally. Congratulations. Thank you. So I know everything you're thinking. Right. <laughs> You've been through it. I've been through it. Many I can read times. your face. I know what you like. Yeah. I know. Yes. And it is a very spiritual moment. If I go back to me giving birth to my mm-hmm. son, I remember at one point being out of my body. I had an out of body experience where wow. I looked at myself on that table. And I quickly came back. I don't know if That's it was the scary. pain that yeah. was too much, mm. but it was so, it was scary. Yeah. But at the same time, it was, it was kind of okay. Mm-hmm. I just was up there and I looked at everything and then I came, came back, back into to my it. body. Wow. Yes. Wow. You have That's to, cool. you have to go to the, you have to go to that place to get your baby. Yeah. Yes. You have to, like, you can't see because we only are taught the physical. Right. Yes. Yes. But it's so much more happening. Like, how did this baby not just come out and go, no, the soul has entered the body. The conscious and the subconscious has become one. And everything that this baby, when this baby is coming out of the ethers, is now in this new space. And it's just like, okay, what is all of this stuff? I was an energy and now I'm trapped in this body. What the heck is this? What am I? Mm. But somehow 
baby knows to go to mom's breast. Why? Because yes. there's chakras in the breast. There's an yes. energy field yes. that knows to pull. Draw them, yes. But these are the things that we're not, we, we, we have no clue about. So that spiritual piece of it is not supported. So for me, that's how I support my clients and my moms on the spiritual These moms, when you talk to them, do you bring that spiritual aspect? <laughs> and do they look like, do they look at you like, okay, you're a little too woo-woo for us <laughs> here. You know, I just want to give birth. I just don't want to feel the pain. Don't come to me with all that spirituality. Or, or do they just welcome it all? I think, I think they know me when they meet me. Okay. And it's funny because I remember when I was with this doula agency here in New York, we're a big doula agency. And they told, they asked me to remove some of my spirituality from my bio. Oh. They said, have you found that it's ever an issue? Has it ever been an issue? And I said, you know what? I can't say that I found that it been an issue, but if I have to remove it, then you're asking me to remove me. Yes, yes. I agree. Yes, that's you're not being you. yourself. Yes. You're not coming as you, Zena. You right. talk about authenticity, exactly. so that's yeah. Part you of can't you. you can't get me to talk about something else because I'm gonna always bring it back to what I know. I'm gonna always <laughs> knock you in the head with something, and no matter how much they want to fight it, they can't. They can't. Yes. Wow, that's wonderful. You know, because we have to remember, right? They're not just hiring us. Mm-hmm. I'm hiring you too because if if we don't match, then I can't be. I can't serve you. Exactly. That's true. And your exactly. baby, I can't give you that experience. So yeah. you have to know who I am from from the gate. You have to know. I agree because you're in there with them at one of the most private, most sacred times mm-hmm. of someone's life when they're giving birth. Right? You don't just allow, allow anybody people's here. life. Exactly. Like two people's true, life. True. This baby the mother and the baby. Into, yeah. No, no, no. Three people. Don't forget dad. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Forgot Don't them. forget dad. Because like this dad today, like this man, like the emotion that this man, you could just, the emotion that he was feeling. Oh, wow. It's, it's just like, yeah, you you can't even like forget them. You have to like hold no. space. So it's it's one, two, three, and yeah. then them as a unit. Right, right. You're absolutely right. So that's the right. fourth one. The unit, right. yes. Mm-hmm. The unit. And so um, we're talking, this is a great conversation, by the way, because I really have never interacted with a doula before. So I'm actually, I'm curious. And so I wanted to just talk about uh, some of the benefits of having a doula assist mm-hmm. with um, the childbirth. Actually, we can talk about the whole process and yes, not just not the just end, the right? It's yes. not just the birth. Right. Yeah. So. First, I like to say, um, as a body worker, you have someone who understands hold on, the pelvis. Hold on, you've been talking about body worker. Tell us more about that before you go on. Yes, I'm a massage therapist. Oh. I'm a massage therapist. I, when I was in school for my degree for massage therapy, I remember my teacher saying to me, saying to us that you can't just be a massage therapist. Because if you're a good therapist, you can only do but so many massages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before they're watered down. That's so true. what are you going to do beside that? And I got my wheels to, to turn it. And I was like, wow, what am I going to do? And I remember it. I wanted to be an OBGYN before life hit. Oh, wow. I lost my mom at 15, but that's what I wanted to do. And I remember seeing something about a doula on the baby channel. I mean, on TLC. And I started doing some research and I said, you know, I'm going to be a midwife. 
But first, I'll be a doula because if I come in as a doula, I'll learn everything I need as mm -hmm. a doula. And then I'll be able to work my way through midwifery school that way. So that's what how I... Difference? Sorry, but what is the difference between doula and midwife? Yeah, so it depends, right? So it depends on the doula. The doula helps get mom into positions, bring down baby, and midwife catches the baby. Yeah. Oh. So they assist. I think she mm -hmm. said that earlier. You're an assistant mm -hmm. to like the midwife or the doctor. Yeah. Right. So yes and no, because there are midwife assistants and they, they are the ones who are like checking the baby's heartbeat. They're the ones who write in the nose. They're the ones that's taking, checking mom's vitals. The midwife, a midwife, like a home birth midwife, she watches. Like she literally mm -hmm. sits and you watch mom. Because when you watch mom, mom tells you, everything her mm -hmm. cues her words her body her sounds tells you everything so she sits and she watches and everyone is there helping mom doula mm -hmm. is putting baby mom into position helping mom to relax doula is breathing with mom midwife assistance is the one taking care of all the notes for the midwife and mm -hmm. midwife is just watching it all unfold oh wow and that's, that's how you get that team that's wow, wonderful. That's beautiful. So let's go back to my question in terms of the benefits of having the doula assist. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Because so, one of the, the, the benefits I saw was that you can have a decreased in the use of pain medication. And I thought, wow, that's, that's amazing. That's great. Well, again, being a body worker, you know exactly which pressure points, you know mm -hmm. how to manipulate the muscles, you know how to manipulate the fascia. So it helps with decreasing the pain. It can help decrease the labor time because mm -hmm. if you understand the muscles and you understand how to manipulate the body, you know how to help baby get down in position. Mm. So it helps that too. Um, it helps the rate of, um, the less the it rate of C-sections. Increase with the C-sections, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. It helps mom to have more natural labors because then they have a partner there breathing with them, someone they're coaching mm. them to get them through um, breath. So moms that don't want to take the epidural, you know, they have that support person there to give them that extra help. They're also there to help the family um, because they're their support person for dad, you know, to give dad some direction to help dad know what to do because yes. they want to help. They don't know what to do. They don't right. know what to do. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and also some doulas like to advocate for moms and, you know, so we bring a whole host of benefits. I can go on and on and on. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> One thing I want you to touch on is something I've heard recently is um, the rate of Black women during mm -hmm. childbirth, right? A lot of Black women are experiencing, you know, deaths during childbirth. And I find that strange, like in this day in the United States, that this is still an ongoing issue. So I want you to, if you could speak to that a little bit, but also I would love to know the number of women of color who use doulas um, in your experience. Mm. So it's a twofold question, right? <laughs> that is a big question. Um, yeah. You know, it's so crazy because I do hear this a lot. And being a mom of color and delivering a baby, I will tell you, I only, I never, I, I never was a victim of that. I never experienced mm -hmm. that, that I know of. I do think because I was young and uneducated, when I had my first baby, they kind of like was like, okay, she has no idea what she's about to go through. She can't handle it. And honestly, 
in the space that I was in. Cause like, I didn't know that the baby was really going to fall out between my legs. Like that concept really was not there for me. Wow. It really was not like he wanted to like, I got to put my fingers in you and check. And I was like, yeah, no, you're not touching me. So like, uh -huh. and I didn't have a mom there. Like I was 17 mm -hmm. years old and I was by, I was just 18. I'm sorry. I just turned 18. And I was by myself and I was completely freaking out. And honestly, if you asked me as a birth worker, it probably was the best thing for me. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it was because I, yeah, they would have had a hard time. I would have never made it. I wouldn't have made it. I wasn't prepared. I was not prepared. So for me, I look at it as a blessing, but that's just me. I find unjust all the way across the board. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is true. I, I don't find it to just be a black. I, I don't find it. I just find it to be how busy they are, what their schedule is, how fast are they trying to turn over these rooms? Mm -hmm. Who is the doctor? What hospital are you delivering? It how are you yes. questioning? Yeah, yes. it's, I, yeah, it's the system. And the insurance companies are another factor. Right. We're not going to talk about it, but that is an issue as well. But that is an so issue. And it's out. just that when you go in our communities, it's our communities that have the less resources. Yes. So that's why we're affected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But really, honestly, you find it in all the hospitals. And you find that all the mother's voices are. It's not a really. Huh. But mm -hmm. it might be more in our area because, again, in our areas are less resources. resources yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's why for many of the young Black mothers, they do not even think of, you know, hiring a doula because right away they're like, oh, that's expensive. expensive. Yeah. This is for the rich people. Actually, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. What is the price range for hiring a doula? Um, just, you don't have to give us the actual price, just a just range. Ball, ballpark. Park. Yeah. So that depends on the experience. I remember when I first started back in 2008, we had to do three births for free. You couldn't charge before you can get certified. Oh, yeah, you could not charge. You had to do them for free. Okay. And they had to be three vaginal births for you to get your certification. What? And that was hard. Do you know how long it took to get that? Yes, what? it took me a year. What? I kid you not, a year. And births were coming at me. They will come and they will come and they will come in. And this is what I'm saying. And the C-section rates were really high back then. Like what they were then are nothing like what they are now. That Interesting. is true. And that, that was in the, and that wasn't in the black and the color community either. That was mm -hmm. not, that was in a Caucasian area. Wow. Because yeah. it was probably easier to just do the because the, the then, you know, you decide yeah, on what date, date what yes. time, and you're done. Oh, they have a plan, schedule. Mm -hmm. They know they have beds. They can turn over. Yes. They, they can have complete control. And there's less liability. You know, yes. because this is a so happy country and their defense, too. And if the littlest thing goes wrong, the first thing we want, and we won't mind, and we will never take into consideration that, you know, we're trying to advocate and we don't want to do this and we don't want to do that. When they really are just trying to save lives and they just have a system in place. It's not always right. Right. But it's just a system to protect them and to protect you the best that they can. Yes, yes, that's yes. true. But sometimes that they does it need right. to be revamped. It doesn't need to be right. yes. yes. But we are, if we can all come together as a team and stop pointing, yes, mm -hmm. and then we can work. get somewhere. And I think half of it sometimes is the I find that the doctors don't listen. Sometimes you just need to listen to what the patient is telling you. 
You know, it comes down mm-hmm. to something as basic and as simple as that. Yeah. yeah. Advocate for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself. Yeah. You have to advocate. So I like to tell mm-hmm. my moms, I don't advocate for you, but I will give you choices and options and allow you to learn how to advocate for yourself. Yes. Because you're about to be a mom. So if I'm advocating for you now, what the heck? No, 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 no. Yes. This is where it yes. starts, right? Because like, I'm that type of doula. I come to teach. Mm-hmm. I'm a teacher by, by nature. Like, that's just who I am. I'm not coming. Listen, I can't come and raise your babies because I got my own. And let me tell you how many mistakes <laughs> I made. So you're going to make your own mistakes. <laughs> I don't want no parts of it. <laughs> no. I just want to give you some guidance. I want to give you some, you know, if I can give you some 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 hard facts. I'm gonna give you some hard facts and I'm gonna give you some like, you know, some Xena way and then you take it, you do what you need to do with it from there. I love that. Zena <laughs> way. The way of Xena. I love I will show you what worked for me and what did it. And right. here's what they say you should do. Mm. Right? Because I can write a book. Because all, all the book is is someone's opinion, right? I can, I have some opinions. I have kids in every phase and every stage. You name it. Thank you, grandma. Yes, and I'm a grandmother. Yes, you look fabulous. If yes. I dare say, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I receive. But like seriously, like so, I'm gonna tell you what worked and what didn't work. Some advice that I can give you in here. Yeah, listen, this is what the ladies are saying. The facts are. And you need to go make your decision because yeah. parent, parenthood is an intuitional thing. It is true. Because everybody is so unique and every family is so unique. And if you don't know how to listen to your intuition, if you don't know how to go within and be true to who you are, forget it as a parent. You'll get eaten up alive. Wow. <laughs> you, you know, that, I love it. Yeah, I think that, that's a that valid true. point. Yes, that's true. a very good point. But mm-hmm. And I think people as mothers, it's hard, right? Because you're, try, you're just yeah. trying to do the best that you can. And also, I think one thing that is that is making it harder, it's because you're seeing all those images yes. out there mm-hmm. of the perfect family, Which the perfect exist. mother, the perfect this and the perfect that. But we have to remember that we live in a time and age where as a mother, mm-hmm. you still have to be a mother at home and still have to go out there and perform in the office. Let's not forget about if you have you a know, son, office, your the wife, bed. And then then try to find yourself in between. Yes. Good luck with that. Do you see the first place that we start to deactivate in our womb? Immediately after we have a baby, our womb starts to shut down. Don't let us be in a bad relationship. Because then it shuts down even more. Oh, wow. And don't let us not know who we are or our voice. And it gets shut down. Doubly more. Yeah. And so I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, I like that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what does it look like when your wound is shut down or when it's out of alignment? And how do you get it back to Mm -hmm. where it should be? First, start looking at your period cycle. Oh, I, oh, I'm glad you said that because I hated my period cycle. I said, when I come back in my next life, I'm coming back as a man. I'm sorry, okay. but do you know a woman that has enjoyed know, her right? period? Yeah, that does not exist. <laughs> but some women, it doesn't affect them. I but like nobody has liked it. Like, oh. Oh. I did not like mine. Oh, it my was, mine was like, you know, the seven days. Oh, you had all of them. Oh. Because we're not taught to honor that. Like, we're not taught that, okay, our babies, our womb is shedding. Yeah. There's light that we didn't bring. 
And we're not taught to honor our bodies. We're taught to look at this as an icky thing rather than celebrating our womanhood. Like we're bleeding because like, okay, we, we didn't shed these babies and okay, they're gone. But look at how beautiful my life is of cleaning this up. My wound is, I'm sorry, yeah. of cleaning this up on its own and rejuvenating and replenishing to come back even stronger in yeah. case I'm going to have some babies next month or create because it's not just about babies. Because we create everything. We create our home. We create our business. We create our family. We create our dreams, our hopes, our careers, everything from this space. That's why the first thing that happens is our wound goes. Soon as something is not right, we feel it there first. And that's how you know the cramping, the periods, the blood, the stagnation, the the the, the no good thoughts, the the negative energy, the, the sluggish feeling, the heaviness, yeah. the, the confusion. That's how you know you're out of alignment. Mm. Now, how do you work with women to bring that in alignment? What kind of work do you do with them? Yeah, so that depends on how they come. But normally I'm going to start with a conversation. Come on. You know what I'm going to start with? Because y'all know me, right? So I'm a cannabis Reiki chick. Let's light a joint and let's talk. That's just, just like that. I'm a cannabis. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay, so you over here for a reason. <laughs> She's taking okay. her, for those no, who can't see. This is one show that we needed, you a know, video, a right? video. Yeah. video. She just, smoking. she's smoking a joint mm-hmm. now. <laughs> and most women, when I do that, if they don't smoke, I just took it for them. Huh? I just energetically <laughs> took it for you. Because when you see me take that joint, you see me just sit back and relax and say, okay, come talk to me. What happened? You feel instantly relaxed. Mmm. And then we're just going to start talking. And sometimes it takes more than one appointment, right? Let's just start talking. Let's just, like, I'm, I'm your friend and I want to get to know you because I really am your girlfriend. And I'm sure when you start talking, it's men or babies. Yes. That's my experience, right? First well, of all, that's... Too. Yes. Family, too, I think. Yeah. Like, just the men and the babies, the family drama yeah. and... Yeah. And if the career is stuck, I bet you I can go back to some, some man or something where you got stuck. Mm-hmm. Okay, and maybe I might find some mommy and daddy issues. Okay, then we'll do some inner child work. But I bet you compound on top of that always comes a man. Always. <laughs> they're, they're at the heart. They're at the foundation and the base of everything, the men, right? Mm. So well, let me tell you why. Because they imprint in us. Mm. First, when we're born, the dad imprints from the root. Because that's the first thing that aligns, the first chakra that starts up as babies is the root. So if we don't get that foundation from birth, from mm-hmm. our dads, and then growing up, well, freak, we're screwed. That's imprinting number one, the mm-hmm. dad. So now when we go find our first love, we're going to find what? Him, mm-hmm. our dad. Dad, yeah. Yes. And if that's not right, nine times out of ten, the next man is not going to be right because he's going to follow in dad's footprints. Mm. And then he imprints, right? So if he ain't right, like he's young, he's a knucklehead or whatever, but he is who he is and he ain't right. And now he's imprinted in our wounds. Now we take on the third person. They are the, those first three mm-hmm. and sometimes the fourth make the strongest imprints in us. Wow. Oh, wow. That's intense. That's the, Ooh, I need wow. to go back and yeah, see. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm thinking, okay. Me too. I was like, oh, okay. Think about it. Like we ingest these, we and in, we ingest them. And they mm. 
let off their fluids inside of us yes, and their energy inside. And then they come out of our wounds and in our vaginas does this to close and hold and we process and it sits and it festers. And if he wasn't right and he all jacked up with negative energy, all that crap is all, and I do mean crap, is all <laughs> festering up in our wounds, just nourishing and around in our wounds, leaving pockets of negativity stagnation toxicity toxicity yeah so how can we move yes. away from that yes. we have to That's... be able and what to cure it give us one how? tip we can do you know one tip what can we do to honor the womb as women in this month of uh, women's that's month. right women's month yeah. how can we honor our womb the first thing you can do is get up every morning 30 minutes before everybody else and breathe one hand on your heart and one hand on your womb and just breathe. Take five minutes for yourself. Mm. And I promise you, if you take five minutes for yourself, 10 minutes for yourself every day, the thoughts and the confusion that the noise that is like being blocked down will start to come up. And those thoughts and those feelings are coming that are coming up. They like to say, get rid of them. Yeah, no, 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 no. Acknowledge them. Because a lot of times you'll notice the distraction in there and in, and other things come in between there that you'll just keep hearing over and over and over. And you need to be paying attention to your thoughts. Yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah. I and then ask yourself where those thoughts coming from. That's the first place. Mm -hmm. is sit and listen. Wow. And that's simple and basic. I, I think like we can that. all do yes. that. Yeah. Yes. Devote five to ten minutes to ourselves to just listen to your womb and, or your heart chakra, mm -hmm. the combination. Yeah. Combination connected to. Yes. I love that, Zena. This is great. This is a great way to, you know, reconnect with your womb. Agreed. And heal that relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, we're women too. So our sensuality, our being, our everything mm -hmm. comes from that space. Yeah. And we are not taught to be sensual because we're taught. To, so like for me, for this month, for Women's Month, we always celebrate and going hard. We're so strong. We're so this. Yeah, nah. Mm -hmm. I want to yeah. celebrate our softness. Ooh. Yeah, I love that. I'm with you. I want to ce celebrate mm -hmm. our vulnerability. Yes. yes. I want to celebrate our weakness, goddammit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People don't I want to be weak. That's true. And be free That's to be true. weak. Yeah. Watch me. I'm falling, damn it. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to hold the building. I'm always holding yes. the building. So and once, exhausted we're always holding the building mm -hmm. and trying to keep everything together. We are together. all standing like Wonder Woman. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And in the all meanwhile, the we get, but then when we get in the room by ourselves, we're eating a whole gallon of ice cream, crying our eyeballs out. <laughs> confused. Come on now. Like, stop. Right. We, we need, to, it's okay to be weak and we should be okay. And men need to recognize when we're weak and say, let me hold you. I got this. Exactly. Yes. I got this. Yeah. I love that. And what was Brene Brown? What was it? What she was saying? The power of vulnerability. The power of vulnerability. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. It's She's okay one of to my vulnerabilities. Yes. Yeah, we absolutely yes. love her. Wow. This conversation has been amazing, Zena. Definitely. 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 Yeah. And I'm glad you shared some light on what it is to be a wombologist. Because I that was my first introduction to that word, wombology, <laughs> going forward. 
<laughs> I think it's great. Uh, so can you tell us about any upcoming events that you have lined up? Yes. So I'm going to be in Atlanta. So I teach a Reiki doula course that I'm running levels one, two, and three. And um, I will be out in Atlanta um, in March, at the end of March, and I will be running a doula den on April 1st in Atlanta. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, make sure you get on the Reiki Chick um, to find out the details and the specific times and locations yeah. for that. The Reiki Chick, that's on Instagram. The Reiki yes. Chick. Yep, and the Reiki Chick. doula den? Yeah, so a doula den is a place for doulas to come and dump. Mm-hmm. Come and dump. <laughs> you're just like come and dump you keep it simple like this is what it is come and dump yeah 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 i don't have time for all the fluffy fluffies like, let's, let's get to it you know like when you're a mom of eight like okay hurry 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 come on say 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 yeah so like yeah so like come and dump all of that out because you know as doulas we're, we're light workers but sometimes we just need a place to say shit mm-hmm. yeah. like damn Yes, because you hold a lot, a lot of energy that you're holding, that you're taking on, that, you know, so definitely you need that dumping place. <laughs> yes, yes. And don't go to a hospital and have a staff that are not like really, I remember I went to one hospital and the, and the nurse pushed me, not once, she pushed no. me three times. Oh, no. She got one more time to push me and she Ooh. about to catch it. Well, that's when litigation it comes in handy, right? Because yeah. I work at a law firm. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's just not happening. Call me next time, Zena, right? Yeah. Like, Where's my lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> Get me a lawyer. But you know, for the mom's sake, you have to hold it together. And you just got to yeah, kind of go to the yeah. other side of the bed and you just got to move through it. But where do you place that? Mm-hmm. How do you talk about that? Where do you get to express that and not be where do you get to be vulnerable as a doula and not be judged, but heard and understood? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the community of your peers. Absolutely. Shada, shada. Yeah, that's so right. Again, for us to come and have a glass of wine, most of us smoke. If you don't, it don't matter. Just come and relax. Come get love done because I know I'm what it is. I want to too. I want to <laughs> Well, we have the ladies' lounge too. No worry, we have Lola lounge nights too. We have those nights. Oh yeah, invite us. We'll yeah. come to the Lola night. Well, like next time you guys, so next time I'm at Athleta, I think I'm supposed to be there March 18th. That is not a. That's why I didn't mention it. But I'm thinking I'm going to be at um, Athleta again on March 18th for the womb circle that we did. It was so beautiful. You guys missed it. The one that we just did. And this was my card that we, oh, I picked. Beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. We, we laid out like a bunch of cards and they had like different Queens on them. And I got the queen oh, of love. That on IG. That's such mm-hmm. a gorgeous card. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I will put it up there, but um, yeah. So maybe next time I have one of those circles come out to the city. Next mm-hmm. time I have one here at the studio, I will invite you guys. Absolutely. Um, sounds great. It, it was Super Bowl Sunday after all. I'm just <laughs> throw it out there. That's why. <laughs> and we didn't even realize. We did not even, you know, we didn't even realize it. No, but we, you know what? Normally, Super Bowl Sunday is the weekend before. They were late this year. Uh, yes. So you picked a good day. It's I just, would not yeah, have known. Yeah. Don't worry. You're not alone. <laughs> We were celebrating the wheels. We weren't worried about football. No. 
who cares about football? Hey, hey, hey. We have a good and question. Hold on, I have I have question, something else. Yes. I understand that you have a mother's retreat coming up as well. Yes, yes. So we have a Mother's Day retreat that is coming up and the planet is still in the work on weekends and we will have award an awards brunch on for mothers giving out like the best soccer mom, the best delivery mom, the best whatever, you know, we're coming up with these different categories um, where we want to honor moms. So like we want to put something out there where people can like send in a video and they can like nominate their moms and celebrate their moms. Yeah, because like, you know, listen, let me tell you something. It took me a long time to get my kids to celebrate me. And that was, I remember just needing to hear that from somebody mm-hmm. and could never get that you know instead mm-hmm. you know as a mom everybody wants to give their opinions and everybody wants to give their this and their that mm-hmm. and it's like yeah no just see me as a, I don't need you to tell me what you think or feel mm-hmm. just see me and respect me and just see yeah. my gangster like I'm trying <laughs> yes, you know you like are. I didn't ask you you know, I didn't ask you. I was just dumping. Give me a space to dump. Yeah. You know, and just say, don't worry, you got it. Yeah. You got it, mom. I see you. you I it. recognize yeah. you. So yeah. giving the kids and the husband a space, like to like be like, yes, let's nominate mom. Let's celebrate her. That's great. That's and that amazing. they should be celebrated. That. Moms yes, are the best. Be. You know, be. a good mom is the best. Mm-hmm. And before we let you go, Zena. What's your favorite bubbly? And do you have an interesting story to go with that? Ooh, I want to hear it. Yes. So you know what? The Bel Air has been, I like Prosecco, but the Bel Air has been my latest. Okay. Okay, good. Yes. I have a bottle right back here on the shelf waiting. Oh, (laughs) is there an interesting story from the first time you tasted it? You know what? I'm going to tell you my first time I... My friend, my girlfriend brought it by Priscilla. Hey, Brown Girls Awakening. That's my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put a plug in for my girl. Yes. Because um, she's all about the young girls, helping the young girls. So she's amazing. Um, but I remember she was like, Girl, I got this bottle of Bel Air. I even got a bottle of Bel Air. And I was like, Well, what the hell does that mean, Bel Air? Okay. And ever since then, it's been my go to. Oh, good. Nice. Because of my, my, because ever since then I saw it here and then I saw somebody else here and I was like, oh, okay, well, I need to get hit. Bel Air is it. (laughs) It's a beautiful bottle. And you know what's interesting is that once you discover something, it's like suddenly you see it everywhere. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. So that's why I was able to be like, oh, yeah, boom, Bel Air. Because you. My son used to work in a restaurant and I used to go down and he used to give me Prosecco, Prosecco, Prosecco. So that was Prosecco. So now it was Belair. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Zina, thank you so much. Oh, wow. What a fun time. We need to go out again, girls, and have some fun. That would be so much fun. That was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next day I paid for it, but it was so it much was fun. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Sure. Well, people w- will wonder, but just so you know, we, we went out this summer and a couple of us just got, you know, like really drunk. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, it definitely was me. Gina and Danny. <laughs> 
definitely me. Actually, we'll blame it on Sandy and that yes. punch that she brought, Ooh, right? <laughs> that thing hit like it just And it's like it snuck up. We were just like there drinking, having a good time, and taking pictures. (laughs) (laughs) It was great, though. It was great. We will repeat, but without the drunk. No, without without that. (laughs) Next time I'll have my joint, and I won't even have to drink. (laughs) Do you, boo? Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, and thank you for the work that you continue to do with the women, making sure the deliveries go smoothly. I mean, you're a wombologist, you're a doula, you're yeah. a body worker. You, this is wonderful. Thank you so yes, much. You are totally the woman that's providing healing In and life, helping promoting life. Hope. Yes, yes, yes. You are our 2022 woman. Yes, women. Yes, yeah, women. Right. Yeah, yes, yes. The, I the, know. The I like that. The month. That's woman right. Of the month. Woman of the month. <laughs> Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Zena. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. This is the best part. Two women. Two women. Yes. 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 Mm. Mm. So... Today for our tasting, we have the Boraska. Actually, I don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Borasha? I think it's Boraska. Boraska, right? Yes. A premium cuvée for mm-hmm. a product of France. Mais bien sûr, un produit de la France. La France. En français, <laughs> s'il vous plaît. <laughs> I love to say that. I know. <laughs> so, they're from the, the grapes are from the top vineyards throughout France. Mm-hmm. And the aroma of yellow peach and lemon curd. I don't know what lemon curd sounds like. I, I can smell the you peaches. You smell the peaches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. fruity. It is very fruity. Yeah. It's very fruity and a little sweet. Yeah, more yeah. than a little. Well, it's a demi-sec. Mm. That's right. And so okay. the, the translation for demi-sec is half dry. But okay. actually... It's the sweetest that we've ever had. The sweetest. Because the yes. demi-sec is actually... Typically medium sweet, so okay, yeah, okay, I can, I can, can see taste, that. Yes, can yes, see yes, it, right. It's almost like a riesling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it is almost like a riesling. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's tasty, but Very a little tasty. bit too sweet for us because mm-hmm. we tend to be like a little bit le- a drier. Right? We do prefer yeah. drier type of uh, sparkling wines. It's very good, but you know what? I this is something that I would almost. Use for a dessert wine. Yes, I think that yeah, yes, that's true. Yes, and it's good that it's not too too sweet because exactly the dessert wines are oh, too are sweet, so sweet, right? Yes, yes. So this is more almost in the middle, mm-hmm. and I love the bottle. Oh, that bottle is gorgeous. Oh my god, it's black. Uh, sorry, it's white. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> With some sparkles all over. Oh, this is so gorgeous. Such yeah. a gorgeous bottle. We will put it out there. We'll put a picture out there for you guys to see. It says festive. It's festive. So It's almost like New Year's Eve festive. Yes. That's how but, with the sparkles, right? But we're using it to celebrate Women's Month. Yes. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Happy International Women's Month. To women. All over the world, yes. Thank you for listening to Bubbles of Wisdom podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with your BFFs. You can find all our information and join our mailing list at bubblesofwisdom.com. 
We want to keep this conversation going. Follow us on social media, Instagram at Bubbles of Wisdom, Facebook, Bubbles of Wisdom, and of course, Twitter at Bubbles underscore Wisdom.